Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Welcome back, everybody. The Down for the Count. As always, I am your girl, Alexis, and with me tonight are Tiff and Nicole. Janae is sitting this one out this week, and we just want to say a quick hi to her, and um, we love her. So, um, Tiff, Nicole, say hi. Hey. Hello. So, unfortunately, we got to start the uh, podcast off with some bad news. Um, definitely hits to our childhood here at Down for the Count. Um, last night, minutes before Raw went on the air, um, it was announced that Scott Hall had passed away. Um, he was in the hospital uh, for hip surgery. A blood cot got loose, traveled it through his body, and um, had him have multiple triple heart a triple heart attack and uh yesterday Kev, uh, kevin nash put out a tweet that he was his family was gathering to take him off life support and he just couldn't do it anymore um is someone's tv really loud right now i hear like michael cole in the background I'm not watching anything. Probably hearing Gerard's basketball game because I did ask him to turn it down. But I'm not watching anything. He's watching the basketball game. Yeah, mine's is really low. I can't. I can barely even hear it. Uh, I just. I was trying to, you know, be sentimental, and I'm hearing shit. <laughs> um. But yeah. So, um, it fucking sucks that Razor Ramon, like one of the greatest character wrestlers ever is gone. Um, so keep his family and his loved ones in your thoughts because um, this fucking sucks. Oh, it's not ideal. No. Um, and he he just he couldn't fight no more. He tried to hang on after they took him off the life support. He was alive for a couple hours and then he went peacefully, they say. The thing so, is, I always like to look at everything like, you know, a glass half full or more full than anything. Um, obviously, he had his struggles and I won't be like Hogan and emphasize on that instead of talking about more important things but since he was able to do ddt's ddt's ddp's program that really helped him (laughs) 
get everything turned around and have and then also had him literally got he got 10 more years out of his life and I just applaud for DDP and like him and his program for really helping extending a lot of these older guys lifespans basically and I'm not even exaggerating he has and I think that's a testament we got him for 10 um more years he was 10 um more years where you could see him where he got inducted while he was alive two times Mm-hmm. And not only that, he was able to get a lot of his flowers while he was still here. So I'm just, you know, I'm very sad because he was just not only just an icon, but just like just so much that he contributed, just like his swag and everything, just basically like his essence and like the type of charisma is really reflected, especially as years go on especially when you're looking at a lot of people now you see a lot of the nuances has come from him and what he was and what he's done so I think his influence is going to continue to live on and I like I said as a mania weekend I will try my best to my try to put together the best uh, razor remote outfits for the whole week Like, well, we um, need pictures. Drip King himself. Yeah, we'll help you on that one. Yeah, so I, I want to see the Drip King himself. Yeah, and, and <laughs> I think that, and that's what he loved. He just he loved the pop. He always liked to say that he always loved the pop. He loved the there's a recognition for it, and I think that's the best that we could do is just really just honor him and just like keep him popped up as being bigger and grander than life. And I think that's that's all we need. Yeah. I think that's the greatest bad be. guy in the world. If, well, yeah. if, if you see anybody like right now who's running around with like this suave machismo, you know, like badass dude, you could tell they watched Scott Hall growing up. Thanks. <laughs> like a lot of those I think guys... Damien, Pri- Damien Priest is a big one. Yes. Oh, Andy Hartwell does it. Andy Hartwell does it too. That was- yeah, I, I saw her thing that she did. Well, him. she's done it for a while, though. She's been doing it for a while, and I didn't notice it. And I'm mad at myself that I didn't notice it. But she used to come out there like that when the way would walk down the ramp, and she would do it every time. And I'm like, I didn't even think twice about it. Yeah, I fuck with that. I fuck with Indy Hartwell on that. You know, and then um, you know he. <sighs> I always remember my mom. This is probably my favorite Scott Hall. It has, well, second favorite Scott Hall. My mom, when we first watched wrestling, the first time she saw Scott Hall come out as Razor and he had the gold chains and the open vest with the toothpick. And then she got mad at my brother because every time he got a toothpick, he did the Razor Ramon thing. <laughs> and my brother, who's like me, a tub of sour cream, he could have, he could do the fucking razor voice like so perfectly and i i was just i'm like damn i wish i recorded that that would have been fucking like <laughs> like some bullshit I you know um and my mom looked at him and she got real quiet and she goes who's that i said oh that's raising for my mom and my mom i know she listens so hi mom this woman looked right at me and she said, if I was 10 years younger 
and 20 pounds lighter, that'd be your new stepdaddy. Oh my God. <laughs> so if you ever wonder where I get it from, it's from her. <laughs> I can't. Love you, mom. She's going to kick my ass later. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there's, it, it just sucks that he's gone, but, you know, we just keep his memory alive and like Nicole said he was alive to get his flowers because there's a lot of them who have passed that never got their flowers while they were here agreed and that's extremely shitty that they didn't get it it's very sad um but now like I mean Vader's getting ready to be inducted into the hall of fame and he's not here to be able to even experience it or see it. And so sometimes I think you have to, you do have to look at it the way Nicole does. You have to be like, okay, well, he was tired and it was just his time to go. And while some of us might've selfishly wanted him to stay, we did get the best years of him. Mm -hmm. We got to see him when he started, we got to see his prime, and then we got to see his retirement. And even in all of that, he was still able to find some kind of way to hold on and fight through whatever demons he had. And then he got with DDP and he was able to prolong his life longer. So you have to look at it like we got the best aspects of Scott Hall and he's just resting. Let him rest. He needs it. He deserved it. He earned it. What's the Dreams come work. What's the quote that he has? Dreams come work hard. Dreams come true. Work hard, pay. Um, work hard, hard pays work off. pays off. off. Dreams come true. Dreams come true. true. Bad times bad don't times last. Bad times long. don't last. Um, but bad, bad guys, guys do. do. <laughs> Jesus Christ! How did I remember that? <laughs> I'm gonna say that when I get my fucking diploma. <laughs> yes. I always like that quote. I always forgot how much I like that quote. And then I kept seeing it. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get it tattooed. Yeah, I love that. When I get my first job, I'm going to have that. I'm going to have that written somewhere and put up. And I love that quote. It's, it's such a good one. It is, right? And like, it's been bringing and you know what the best thing is it's been bringing people a lot of comfort comfort today and you know there will never be another scott hall and you know i am one of those weird wrestling fans who consider myself lucky that i got fortunate to see him and being awesome because I'm telling you y'all y'all now talk about like oh needle movers and, and shit like that when Scott Hall showed up at WCW that was a fucking needle movement right there because no one expected his ass to show up out of nowhere and just a side note like that was the thing and the difference between wrestling now and wrestling back in the day 
like we were talking about it on live last night and it was just like you could be a mediocre wrestler and still be one of the greatest superstars of all time like we all know Stone Cold isn't the greatest wrestler but he had the most charismatic and relatable character that you can think of and like everybody has a drunk uncle like Stone Cold Steve Austin. We all have, have three. If you, if you don't, you know somebody like him, or they're always cussing, they're always drinking. It's an aunt or an uncle. I promise I... you that. <laughs> it's always one of them. And it's like we, we all know people like that. Like the Rock's character. <laughs> there are aspects of his personality that I've seen in family members, people I know off the street, and that's just general shit, like just aspects of it. And then you see the characters that we loved back in the day, like the DXs and the, the Triple H's and the Shawn Michaels, they, they had their own little piece of the pie. And now everybody wants everybody to be the same. They want all of them to be in the same box. Everybody has to be this super athlete who can jump off the top rope, who is a technical genius. And then on top of that, they have to be a Grammy, I mean, an Oscar winning actor at the same time. Like sometimes- No, just, barely. Like, barely. Right, like you need to be a shitty, sometimes you need to be a shitty wrestler and like an amazing actor. Billy Kay? Absolutely horrible wrestler. Character work on par. Beautiful. Like that's how you balance it. And that's fine. I don't need everybody. That's what people don't understand. But I feel like we do as like a like entity. Everyone, I don't need, and that's the same thing with people kind of shit on some of the women's wrestlers. And I was like, they're like, well, a Carmella can't wrestle that good. I don't, I'm not looking for a five-star match out of Carmella. No, no. I'm looking for her to be a bitch and to serve looks. And what does she do? Those two things, that's all I need from her. All I need from Carmella. That's what she gives. And she, that's fine. she's that girl. She's that character that is annoying. So when she gets her ass kicked, it's what great. do you do? What do you, you do? But when she, but when she's fun and she's a baby face and you're like, you know what? This girl ain't that good, but I'm root for her. She's cool. I like her. And that's, that's the truth. Yeah. That's true. And I'm okay with that because the world isn't all high, high performing people. You have the people who are the worker bees, you've got the queens, and then you've got the soldiers. That's the way that it is. That's not nobody trying to shit on anybody. That's not nobody trying to tell you, oh, you're not good enough. You want to be a queen bee, you got to work your ass to get there. It's <laughs> simple. Like, um, okay, that's, and that's what a lot of people are like, there's no good characters, blah, blah, blah. Man, Seth Rollins is out here living his best life every time he comes out. I am convinced me, that man is just happy to be doing what he's doing, acting like a complete fool. No, because you know what? Nicole was the one who said, and I think it was last year, that out of all of the people who have come from NXT, old, new, whatever, Seth Rollins was one of the only ones 
who was able to truly change his character when necessary. And we're talking about really changing from the shield to him being the corporate stooge, to him going off on being back of face again. He has variations of himself. And she was like, he's the only one. And I was like, yeah, she's right. Because he's always finding some kind of way to make himself be different, but he's still Seth freaking Rollins at the end of the day. The wrestling doesn't change, but his personas do. He has like four of them. And he can pull from. He can go back to being the Messiah if he wants mm-hmm. to. He moved from the Messiah to the visionary. And you watch the transition. It was subtle, but you knew it was happening. But he did it. And then it was it was pristinely done. The difference between him and Roman is Roman is just a more arrogant version of the Roman Reigns we've seen before. Seth literally changed his entire character from the look to how he acts to how it's presented. And that that's what made wrestling fun. That's what that's why it was always fun to watch it. Because when a person changed, you're supposed to see a drastic change in the change. It's supposed to be different. You're like, what the fuck is going on here? Who is this? You know what I'm saying? And you don't right. have that now. You don't have that. You just get, well, I don't. I don't. I want the title, so I'm a heel now. And it's like, okay. <laughs> but I mean, it's just like, and we've been saying this: if you can't wrestle, you need to know how to act. If you can't act, you need to know how to wrestle. And if you, you can be both. Like, if you can be both, that makes you better. Who said it in your live last night? Scott Here Hall tricked every Scott Hall tricked everybody for thirty years, thinking he wasn't white. Yes. I, did not I think they said that they claim that they just claim him now. I know Lutino said they said, you know what? It is what it is. It's like yeah. they, he's they claim he's him. just look, yeah, he's so it's fine. It's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I didn't know that for years. But, I was like, he's not Latino. My mother was like, no. I thought he was I thought he was Cuban. I thought Me he too. was too. Me too. I was like never are you sure? My mom was like, yes, I'm 100% sure. <laughs> you know what I do that I've picked up from Scott Hall, and now I realize I didn't do it till Harley does it, is you know that thing where someone's trying to, was trying to intimidate him, and he did the fingers, and he was always like, ooh, like that? Yeah. I, start, I started doing that as a kid, and I never stopped, and now Harley does it. I just want wrestling to be like it. Not in the terms of it's... Um, it's ugly underbelly that I don't want to come back, but I do want the nuance of wrestling to return what it used to be. It's a shell of its former self. You have one side of it that's very corporate and still trying to present the stories. And then the other hot side is like very indie forward, but with barely any stories. And it just, I need a happy medium in the middle. I need a story. I like watching two guys battle for real, for a specific reason, whether it be made up or not. I like watching that. And then the ending of it makes sense and it's satisfying. And then you move forward. That's all it was. And Scott Hall was there for the time that that was happening on WCW and in WWE. He was a part of it. He was at the very core of it. 
Mm-hmm. So if anything, and you want to pay your respects to Scott Hall, you want to make sure you honor his legacy. And if you decide you want to be a wrestler in any way, shape or form, you make sure that whatever you do, you deliver to the highest level, especially your character. Whatever character you are given in any company, whether you created it or they give it to you, make sure that you deliver it so much that people believe it. Mm-hmm. Because that's what the old guys did. That's what your idols were doing. Some of them did not like the characters they had. They hated that shit, but they did it. And they did it to the highest level. Yep. Almost to the point where you didn't even know if that shit was real or not. I feel like they're going to have, no, I 100%. I mean, I have definitely contribute to that because you are 100% right. I will not say that often. So, you know, good for you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's your early birthday present wow it's very early <laughs> it's more late than early <laughs> I'm sad because early. I know LA Nate, LA Nate LA Knight is not going to win this belt wait what's going on I didn't watch NXT today so what's happening Oh, uh, they're in the main event. Well, they finally confirmed Cora and um, Mandy at Stand uh-huh. and Deliver, so I might go now. Um, but it's <laughs> real early. No, I can't. Shit. No, I can go. I I don't know. I might be able to go. I think I have can another they, something going on. Can um, but no, I'm just sick of her. No, I yeah, like I what they're they, doing with Cora J though. Yeah, they're not... built. They're building her up like they should. Yeah, she's not like happy-go-lucky Cora, where she's just skipping and skateboarding around her. No, she took JCJ and locked her ass up in a gate somewhere. I was on Twitter, and I looked up there. I'm like, who? I'm like, this is what Cora did? I'm like, okay. The little pop punk graduated the hardcore. So proud of her. Gigi in a dumpster. Oh! Where she belongs. Smart girl. Isolate them two goons and take out the middleman. That's how that works. Yeah, but somebody unfortunately got to her. But, um... Yeah, I'm excited so what for happened with But LA yeah, Knight? no. Um, LA Knight and Dolph Ziggler are fighting for the NXT title right now. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's probably not going to win. He's not going to win. I can't imagine them. Do- oh, my God. Could you imagine? I <clears throat> I mean, after what they did I'd last shit my week, brains out. Like, <laughs> after what happened last week, I'm just, I'd be fucking shocked. It was, and I was mad for a second, but then I'm like, no, this is like a good call. I agree. Just what was the reason for him winning? It's a reason for him to win so um, Breaker doesn't get pinned and for Breaker to have like that super, super, that super marquee match with someone important before he goes up fully. Because I don't think he's going to be down here after, but you know. I think they really, yeah, I think they really like him and I don't think 
he's gonna stay down there long either. At first, I was yeah, like, I oh, think... they're probably gonna keep him, but seeing the way yeah, they're I using think they're him, gonna move him up, and then I think they're either gonna um transition, which I think what that's what it's starting to look like, and I think they're gonna t- transition Melo into his spot. Yeah, on NXT, I feel like that's where they're going, which is fine. LA Knight should not be here at all whatsoever. I agree. He needs to be on the main. Dolph has more reason. Yeah, Dolph has more has more gumption to be there than him, especially Rube. Because again, like I said, no one knows who he. I'm like, I'm glad he's somewhere that people know who he is. I'm very happy for him. Yeah. Would you say he went home that long without people singing his theme song? Oh, years. <laughs> years. Oh, yeah. I said a good three years. That's yeah. been nice. It is. Must be nice. Well, you go back down there with the screaming woman who seems to show up whenever. So, you know, good for you. It's like, you know what it reminds me of? It's like when you graduate high school. And then you go back like a year or two after you graduate. So it's like there's still people there who know who you are, but kind of don't know who you are. And you like just walk around like you're famous. I that's I feel that's how I feel when Rude came back down to NXT. It's accurate. It's it's not not accurate. It's accurate. It's completely accurate. Very. Love that for him. Well, we got some more stuff on the docket because I could honestly just sit here and talk about Scott Hall all night, but I'm tired of being sad, so um, let's move on to some other stuff. So, there was a kerfuffle. I've been waiting to use that word. There was a kerfuffle on Twitter last <laughs> night. I can't word. I just, I like the sound, way this word sounds, so I hope I'm using it right. That's all I'm saying. Um, where I don't know where this started from, and perhaps one of y'all could tell me what the hell's going on. Everybody was so sure that Cody Rhodes was going to pop up on Raw, and another week, he wasn't on Raw. I don't understand the logic of that. I really don't. So there was a rumor going around that a, a bunch of dirt sheets were saying they had exclusive that he was showing up tonight blah 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 because it was in Jacksonville I'm like he doesn't even live in Jacksonville he lives they in live Atlanta, in right? they, they yeah they live in like they live in Atlanta or Texas I think they live in Atlanta because that's where the night I know at. they live somewhere down south and I know it's not Jackson I know it's not Florida I might be Atlanta. It's Atlanta or Texas. Who lives in Texas? Someone lives in Texas. I don't know why that that's not Undertaker. Why do I keep going to Texas? But anyways, people were saying that he were that they were breaking the exclusive that he's showing up um, in this mania in Jacksonville. Blah blah. And I and I'm like. And people are like, I'm fuck, fuck them. They made me watch it for three hours and they show up. I said, where did they promote that? That's that he was a signed. Nowhere. Okay. And then also, where did they promote and said that he was going to show up tonight? Or, he, or somebody that was going to show up. They didn't even say they were going to have a surprise guest or anything. 
No. So that's what I'm saying. Like, and people are trying to say, well, they advertise it. Not a single outlet for that company for us to just shut the fuck up. Like you're just you're just you just want to be mad and make up shit. Like there's five million things that you could pick to be WWE mad at WWE about that are completely accurate. This was not one of them. This is not your fault. Yeah, like you got yourselves, and this is what fans like to do now. You work, you got yourself worked up in a work, and then it didn't pay off, or you showed that you were wrong and that you were stupid, and now it's everybody else's fault. No, that's your fault because no one told you to believe that. No, there was not uh, an accurate source that said that this was going to happen. I do. I think he's going to show up. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see him till actual WrestleMania or the night after. No, then that would make sense. But that would make sense. Though. And that's what. And I'm. That's what I'm telling people. Why would he show up on a fucking random ass RAW? For what? But, that's not going to set up anything post, between him and Seth. Didn't he post a picture? Like Cody posts a picture, like on our way to wherever RAW was, and I think and I'm like that was a so- fake account. Oh, about to say, I'm like, he's trolling y'all at this time. At this point, I mean, it's just, it does. I mean, that's just common sense. Like, you would have to ask yourself, okay, let's put it into perspective. If the dirt sheets were right, how would that work exactly? Seth would have no reason to be surprised that Cody's there. He's, he wouldn't consider him a threat if you're going to be honest. Let's be honest. Do you think Seth Rollins would consider Cody Rose to be a threat? Not yeah. if he knew about him ahead of time. Like, what What was it going to do? Besides be a shocking moment. Like, Cody Rhodes showed up, and then he attacked Seth Rollins. Okay. But what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything. I'm just like, there's no plausible explanation for it. I don't understand how you... I'm like, you want to be mad? Be mad at the dirt sheets, not mad at WWE. They didn't tell you Cody Rhodes was showing up tonight. Right. They didn't say that. That's just fucking stupid. All right, like y'all sitting there saying that Cody, not a single person. So that's why I'm like, y'all sound stupid. I do think he's showing up, and like I and I think I've said this before. He, we are not going to see him until Mania. Right. Next. Because I bet you what's going to happen is Seth is going to issue an open challenge at this point because he's going to go crazy because he's not he doesn't have an opponent for WrestleMania. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then that's when Cody will come out. That's fine. That works though. It does that work. They got to fill that up the car, right? And he can beat um, Seth, and that sends him more in a fucking spiral, which works right. for his character. Exactly. And Seth doesn't care about taking a pin. No. No. He really doesn't. He doesn't. Out of anybody out and this is and I'm not trying to be funny, out of like his group of people, I he he's one of the people that I wouldn't expect and I wouldn't be mad if they were funny about that, but he's not like he legitimately does not care. No, he don't. Seth actually If I was Seth, I'd feel funny about it. I'm like mm. I don't know about I, that. I'm not taking no <laughs> fucking. I'm not taking no pin from Homelander. No. Right. No, you like to find somebody else, baby. Oh, <laughs> find somebody else. 
Let Elias do it. His ass ain't wrestled in a year. Let his ass do it. Let, let him continue. Let him continue his uh, WrestleMania. His WrestleMania tradition of getting his ass stomped. <laughs> right, because Cody want to be a face so bad anyway. He want all that love and admiration, honey. So let Elias do it. He ain't doing that. He can come out there and do his little concert, and then Cody can beat him up. There you go. Period. Yep. Well, I mean, I agree with Nicole and Alexis. I don't think Cody's coming until after Mania. He might show up Sunday night because that's the final night. And because of the way they got the match card structured, that is even more leaning me towards Homelander showing up at Mania. If that's the case, that's fine. I think he should show up Monday night on Monday Night Raw. Because usually, After Mania? yeah, yeah, because Monday say- Night Raw is the win. After Mania is when they have when they should have the big pops and the big surprises. I don't mind him showing up on Mania, but Monday Night Raw needs it more. Than you Mania. want him to have more of like, um, why can't like I figure out how to word it? Like more like, of a moment. Him- yeah, like yeah, more of a moment. Yeah. Yeah, if you're gonna do it, then make it make it make it do it right. Like don't don't have ass it. I'm not saying mania isn't a good time, but mania is massive as it is. If you're gonna pay Cody the money that he wants, make good Which use of probably the did. money. Make good use of the money. Yeah. And exactly. it's wrong. Like, and have really- him come out there statistically and historically speaking, all the big like returns of the year happens after Mania anyway. Exactly. The only one that I really think, which I think this is, they might be trying to top it, was when the Hardys came back the at Hardys, Mania. Yeah. yeah. And that was insane. That. Yeah, you can't, can't top that. that. But you I can't. think, but again, if they do it like this, it could be close. I, yeah, it could be. Obviously, won't be the same. No, I don't think that it would. I don't think it would hit the same. I, I'm, I'm rooting for Monday Night Raw. That's just me personally. If it doesn't happen on Raw, it'll happen on that SmackDown. <sighs> SmackDown has me fucking Cody. But y'all need Barry. to. They need, y'all just need to stop listening to these damn dirt sheets because it's being they're making you look like damn fools. When they're right, they're right. But when they're but I know for a fact some of them say rumor and people still take it as the gospel. Like Kate Sunseats was like, this is pure speculation. It is a rumor. Like they have it in the title. They put it throughout the whole fucking article and people still are like okay so I see reported that he was going to be there and it's like no they didn't they said that it was on a rumor it was a rumor from another journalist who said they had an exclusive inside scoop that's what they said yeah but you you do you man I think sometimes you have to start using a little bit more discernment when you are reading things online and kind of vet it a little bit more and stop just reading everything and taking it as, ooh, that's, that's it. Which is obviously true. Because a lot of things online 
are not true. They are absolutely fake. You know, it's Wild Wild West out here. It can, you can say yeah, you do whatever you want. So, well. Meanwhile, Cody's just happy. Y'all get his name trending on Twitter again. I mean, yeah. Period. Home, Homelander's fine. He'll be fine. Um, I guess we'll see you on, on TV soon. I don't fucking know. Personally, I knew less than a shit about you coming back, to be real with you. Um, but if you come back, I mean, I hope they make good use of the money they spent to get your ass here. That's that's it for me. Yeah. Now we gonna we gonna double back to an old story. Okay, so um, Continental and um, the New Dork um, had got in trouble on Twitter because Sammy had a fiance named Pam. Okay, he proposed to Pam. And everybody was happy. Happiest home, happy house. Some months later, Sammy Guevara is kissing on Tay Conti or flirting with her in blogs, in his personal blog. And I think it was on um, Brandy and Cody's TV show. But it came out later that Sammy Guevara is no longer with Pam and that he was cheating on her with Tay Conti. And then they decided to troll the world and post a picture of them being together on New Year's and making out. And then they said that it was all fake and we were just playing into what everybody thought. And Tay Conti originally shut down her Twitter and her Instagram because people was calling her a home wrecker and everything else, not to mention a whore, because that's what I heard often. Not only two, three months so later, the girl... She- yeah, so she said her Twitter before they confirmed right. that they yeah. were, because at this time they were saying that they were just friends. Yeah, and then she comes back after the Twitter shutdown, and they're making out on New Year's Eve. Now they've got, well, I'm hearing that they have matching tattoos, and they're vacationing together, and they're taking pictures and posting things together online. And they confirmed that they are a couple. No shit. We knew this. Like <laughs> that's why. And then and then they went on a whole more blocking spree. Yeah, it's they like, blocked well, a lot of accounts. I think it was ours. Aren't we blocked? We were blocked. Yeah, we're blocked by both of them. Yeah, they blocked us because the girls on the Twitter are very spicy. <laughs> the girls are spicy on Twitter, honey. Well, they're they're on here posting shit like better. The only closest thing I love besides this is being naked in bed with you, and like all this shit. And I'm just that like, is weird. Like no one like <laughs> wants to hear about that. Trying really hard to show us that we're this happy couple, but I want to say statistic statistically speaking, ninety nine point. One percent of the time when a relationship <laughs> like yours happens, it's not succeeding. So you have to trick yourself into thinking you're in this lovey dovey relationship and have to post cringe. And honestly, I'm not gonna spend all my energy talking about them because if they didn't post the damn picture on New Year's, were they gonna post it and not think people were gonna put two and two together? I'm one hundred percent sure they did it on purpose. Cause I told a friend of mine who's on Twitter. 
because he asked me what the hell was going on because some of his friends had retweeted it. And when I told him the whole thing, I'm like, dude, something math ain't mathin'. She divorced her husband. He broke up with his fiance at about the same time. Next thing you know, they're posting a picture on New Year's Eve of them like tongue playing tongue hockey. And he's like, yeah, they were fucking behind each other's backs the entire time. <laughs> and if a straight dude can figure that out, I'm pretty sure Twitter can. Fam, it's all they have, so let them have it. Eventually, they're going to be posting that they broke up and that they still friends. And we're going to love each other in the end, but we decided we better off being friends. Whatever. Blood in the streets. We're moving, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Like, I, don't, I don't follow neither one of these hoes. I don't know them like that. Was it wrong? Yes. But bitch, karma is a motherfucker. That is all I'm going to tell you. And if he cheated on your ex on with you, on his fiance, he going to find a bitch that looks 10 times better than you and cheat on you too? Or he going to be real dirty and cheat on you with an ugly bitch? Which most niggas do. So good luck with that. Younger, blonder. They're just boring. <laughs> They're just so boring. Like, they're both so boring. Like, they want their tweet and puts hated. I'm like, y'all don't even got no swag. I'm like, y'all are nice. just both fucking lame. Like, you both are just lame ass fucking people. Which I was, you know, and that, that, that reminds me of something. I was listening to Jobber Tears podcast. Shout out to them, but they were talking about um, wrestlers being just fucking dorks or being extremely weird when you meet them. And I was just like, I've never experienced a wrestler being like, like a, a big geek you know what I'm saying but most of them yeah. are most most yeah. of them most of them are geeks and dorks and they just they're able to put on the persona and, and be able to portray themselves effectively and I'm just like that's natural I mean you you listen to what Swerve said some um months back when he was still in NXT well it was a couple years ago and he was just like I got teased a lot in school and I was really quiet. I didn't speak a lot. And then he said I was really, really into wrestling, and I would get teased for that. So, Xavier, you come, you come into this world, and now you're in this community. You're one of the most popular people you can think of. You know, you're you're famous. Everybody knows you. That you go around. You know, that is a very um, jarring experience. But it just it just reminds you that people can appear one way and actually be another, which is why I don't put a lot of stock in what I see in social media and on television until I meet a person and I can make a decent assessment. It is what it is. I'm just like, Sammy Guevara looks like a dork to me. He has always looked like a child. He doesn't look like somebody who has any worldly knowledge beyond what he knows personally um I I just I just like that's a dork and Tay Conti is a naive 
she she's very childlike to me too. And then she has a big ego for no fucking reason. I, can I don't care about either one of them right now because I'm playing 2K22 and I'm having a literal dream match with China right now. And I'm <laughs> oh Lord! No, I'm crying right now because like she at least. She may not be in the hall. She may not get a solo entry, but God damn it, we got her in a video game and she looks amazing. I miss China. She's more important to me than fucking tilapia fish face and his boring ass girlfriend. This, she called him tilapia. Okay, we got to move on. Because... <laughs> let's, let's just get the Hall of Fame out the way so Alexis can have her friend. So, they announced this week that Queen Charmelle is going to be entered into the Hall of Fame. Now, yesterday, we were talking about it, and I went live that night. But earlier in the day, when the announcement was made, a lot of people had a lot of choice words about it. Some people were dead set against it. Others were for it. But it began to turn ugly when white people were commenting on the fact that they didn't think Charmelle should be in the Hall of Fame and they were being called racist or gatekeeping and Alexis was one of them. So I can let her explain it better, but I can tell you this right now. Okay. Thank you, first ma'am. Of all, first of all, there, that's not true. It's just not true. Just because you have a difference of opinion and the person you are speaking of happens to be black and you are white or vice versa does not automatically make you a racist, okay? Stop throwing out those daggers like that because words have meaning and they hurt people. You can't just call a person a racist because they disagree with your assessment. That's not how this works. And I don't like that. I don't like anybody attacking someone, especially one of my people, because you don't agree with what she says. That's not fair. Okay? Because nobody does that when we go after the girls. We go after the Bellas. We go after Bliss. We go after Carmella. We're talking about Charlotte, Becky, Bailey. Nobody calls you a racist when you run them down to the ground. But the moment that you say something about this or anything outside of it, she's automatically a racist. No, that's not how this works. And we're not going to do that. So I can tell you right now, when she says what she says, and y'all get on y'all soapbox, and if I see anybody attack her on our social media, you're going to be blocked. And that's coming straight from me. Because she has a right to say what she wants to say. And she's not harping on the fact that she's a black woman that has nothing to do with it so you either listen to what she has to say and respond accordingly or you're going to be blocked plain and simple i'm not Um, having it just before that i want to publicly apologize to nicole because yesterday i was just it was a bad day um between that and fucking Razor dying, and I don't want you to think I was yelling at you. No, you're fine. You know, I don't take. I, I know. I just. Not I, seriously, but you know, I understand. I know. I just, I didn't want y'all thinking like she's really blown a gasket. 
Um, so this is what's been going on. So when the Hall of Fame has been announced, cool. Fucking uh, Vader's going to be in it. Sid Justice, Sid Vicious, Psycho Sid, however you know him, he's going to be in it. The Steiner brothers are going to be in there. And then I saw where Queen Charmel was. You could probably hear my dog snoring as well. That's what he thinks of this situation. Um, and really, Odie. And then there was Queen that I saw Charmel was going in. Now, my question has been since that announcement, and it's funny because I was thinking about this earlier today. I said the same thing about Tori Wilson last year, mm-hmm. but I didn't get no flack for Tori Wilson. Hmm. So I have been asking the question, and I granted some of the Hall of Fame people in there, they're absolute trash and they deserve to be burnt. But there are some people who do deserve to be in there. And all I've been asking since the announcement was made was what has she done to be in the Hall of Fame? Now, Nicole told me some stuff, some behind the scenes stuff. Okay, cool. But okay, you're doing that. But I don't see what she has done to be Hall of Fame worthy. And I told Tiff when I first found out, I'm like, okay, well, why is she going in first? And I didn't say it like in a mean way. No. I figured out why does she, who really doesn't have any, because when I look at the Hall of Fame, I look at like accolades, what they've done with their career, if that makes sense. You know how like a Hall of Fame should be treated? Mm-hmm. You look at the NFL, NHL, MLB, NBA, they all do it by that, or they have money and they bought themselves in. Um, and it's just like, if you look at it on paper, Miss Elizabeth should be in there first because everything Charmel did, Elizabeth did first. And Elizabeth is considered a pioneer. She's called the first lady of the WWE for a reason or WWF at the time. And that just seemed to piss off a lot of people. And what really, and I'm just like, okay, whatever. And what really, broke me was yesterday was I was talking to some acquaintances of mine around where I live I'm no longer talking to them though and when I make a comment it's like okay cool you know Sid's done this Vader's done that the Steiners have probably won every single title under the sun if not they probably did in some weird simulation somewhere but what does she have to do to be in the ring of uh, hall of fame and all of a sudden, I'm gatekeeping <clears throat> and I'm a racist because how dare I say that about a black woman because my precious white favorite's not getting put in the Hall of Fame. And then I jump on Twitter and I'm seeing the same thing where two weeks ago, y'all wouldn't give a shit about what Charmel was doing. But now y'all on here acting like stands accounts like, oh, she was a Nitro girl. She was getting those girls together. First off, Nitro girls could not fucking dance. They were fillers and time wasters. That's all they were. And I, will, I, I fucking said it. Half of y'all who are standing this lady weren't even alive when WCW was active. So I don't know what Girl. you're getting all up in your, your things about. And then she was Paisley. 
She was a leader in the women's division in WCW. There is a reason no one talks about the WCW women's division because there was no women's division in WCW. Oh, she, she went to WWE and she revived Booker's career. Okay, cool. She stood by her husband and she helped him get his career back on track. That's what a significant other is supposed to do. Am I right or wrong? This is true. They're supposed to hype you up. Oh, she went to TNA. She wrestled in TNA. She wrestled in Impact. She had one of the worst matches. And I want to shout out to Wrestling With Regret because I know he'll never hear this though. But there was a reason why Queen Charmelle was not known for her ring proudness or anything in the ring besides being Booker's valet. She had a match. I can't remember at what Impact pay-per-view, but go look at Wrestling With Regret and give him the views. She went against this survivor winner, Jenna something. Jenna Marasquez. Why do I remember that? But I can't do math. What the fuck? It was voted one of the worst, if not the worst match of Impact history. For a reason. You have a person who's never wrestled before and another person who's basically never wrestled before. And y'all just want to say, because I'm not celebrating the fact that she's getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, you want to say I'm gatekeeping and I'm fucking racist. And I see podcasts that we interact with saying the same thing. I remember you guys saying that. If you ever want to co-host and Nicole's busy, Janae's busy, Tiff's busy, I ain't coming on your fucking show. Because you've made me feel because I have an opinion. I never said anything about her skin color, her necessity, like anything like that. But because I want to know why she's going in the Hall of Fame, I get called a gatekeeper and a fucking racist. And that really fucking hurt. Now, I don't know if y'all forget that I'm white on here. And I don't always agree with Tiff and Nicole and Janae. But I broke down to them yesterday. And I hate fucking breaking down because of this. But it's just like, it hurts to be called shit that you're not. I help fight against this shit. And because my opinion is different than y'all's. The white girl suddenly fucking racist. You know how much that fucking hurts to hear to hear my peers and colleagues and other people say that shit. And after I would fucking bend over backwards for any of y'all, y'all still feel like that. And I don't care if I piss y'all off from what I'm saying. Y'all are not worth the aggravation. And you can kiss my lily white ass if that's how you fucking think about it. Seriously, fuck you guys. Um, to answer her question, she wants to know why Charmel is being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Everybody who's inducted is not inducted for their wrestling skill. We all know this. Charmel is inducted because at the time, Charmel was literally the only 
black female valet in the WWE. She was the only female um, valet that was in the main event, prominent, vocal, and doing everything that she could to make her and Booker T at least be prominent on television. She was integral in all of his storylines. She was a part of it. Now, the way I see it, if Tori Wilson's ass can be in the Hall of Fame, then so can Charmel. And if you're going to go the Miss Elizabeth route, they both did the same thing. The only difference is Elizabeth came before Charmel. And if we're going to break it down even further, Elizabeth, 90% of the time, was involved because it was always somebody was after her to get to Macho Man. She was always the pawn. She was a pretty, beautiful manager. She rarely spoke. And when she did get involved, it was later on in her career. And it was, it had to be a significant reason, like them getting back together and getting married or helping Macho Man beat Shawn Michaels, shit like that. That's when she got involved. She rarely involved herself in anything. The wrestlers would bring her into it because it was an easy way to get at Macho Man Randy Savage. No one is discrediting what Miss Elizabeth has done. But if you look at it from, from my perspective, something has to stop them from inducting that woman into the Hall of Fame. And Nicole was like, it has to be the family because that's the only thing that we could think of that would say, okay, we're not going to induct Miss Elizabeth. When you inducted Macho Man, and a lot of times people didn't really like Macho Man. Like, look at early on in his career, he was a heel. The love for Macho Man was residual after he turned the face and was nicer to Miss Elizabeth. So everything starts with her and it ends with her. But you cannot deny that that's not the case with Booker T, too. Booker T wasn't prominent like that before Charmel came around. He became a bigger star as they started to work together. They got married. They were together. And they both elevated each other in their careers. Now, the Paisley shit, the, 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 the former shit she did in Nitro and all of that, I don't know anything about that. I'm only going to tell you from a casual fan's perspective. When you're looking at Charmel and you're looking at Booker T, one without her, he wouldn't have been the King Booker that we all know and, and hate it. You, you can't say that he would be. She gave him a certain element to his character that he wouldn't have got, gotten without her. Now, I don't care for Charmel as a wrestler at all. And I didn't like her character when she was there. But I wasn't supposed to. She was a heel valet for Booker T, and he was a heel. So she did her part, but she was one of the only women to do it that way. You have to look at Miss Elizabeth at the tone, and she took it and ran with it after that. If you don't believe me, you have to go back and watch it. Because when she was there and Booker T was there, 
they had storyline after storyline after storyline, whether it was mid-card titles or that WWE or that um, heavyweight championship. Does anybody remember when Kurt said that he was going to fuck her? Yes. That he had jungle fever because of her? Yeah. That was the most wild unhinged shit. I need to find it. They probably don't. Oh no, it's probably all censored to hell. Yeah. Let me go find it on Peacock though. He called. He called her a gutter slut and everything. It was. It was yeah. a big deal. Yes, it was a big deal because Booker T was prominent during that time, and she was right there. We're talking about like how Stephanie used to step in front of Hunter every time a wrestler would walk up on him. Here she comes. Charmel did the same thing. Same thing. So I don't think you can you can't I don't you can't base it off of her. Well she didn't she didn't wrestle and she didn't have any significance. In your eyes, no, because to you it didn't mean anything. It's like okay, she was Booker T's valet, she's his wife. Of course, she's gonna elevate him, she's supposed to do that. That that doesn't do anything for people. To others, it does. Now, I can see it from both sides. I understand it in terms of what she contributed to wrestling during that time as a valet for Booker T. And I can see it from the other side of, well, the Hall of Fame is supposed to recognize the icons, the people who stand out, the people who stick out in your mind when you think about wrestling, you're thinking about who did what, and you're like, okay, Charmel isn't one of those characters. If I was thinking about an iconic woman who didn't necessarily wrestle, but gave you, you know, all the feels, when you saw her come out, you hated her. Like, she's not one of the girls that you'd be like, mm, yeah, she's, she's somebody who needs to go on the Hall of Fame. That part I can understand. But I see it from both sides. Cole, you got anything to say? Um, no, I feel like everyone pretty much said what I mean to say. Like I said earlier, like I see both sides of it. Like obviously, I'm not saying like I was like this huge fan of Charmel, but I do recognize all she did because like I think I've said that I think I've said this before as a king, and this I think I've said this like a long, long time ago. King Booker as a gimmick wouldn't have worked the way it w- did unless it was for her. Like, 100%, 110% believe that. I don't know if he believes that. He should believe that. Um, and then I've talked, and then and then I talked in private about a lot of the stuff that she does, like, behind the scenes and throughout, and, like, what she has kind of aided. And that's what I'm saying. And that's what I was saying. I hope that they touch upon that in her Hall of Fame speech or whatever her package I really hope that they really dig into that especially now because I, that's what I'm saying is she's very private she just she's just not into all of it she's rather she's rather do stuff behind the scenes she doesn't want to do all this rigor stuff so that's what I'm saying like I hope they 
I'll talk about what she does, what she, a lot that she's done behind the scenes. But yeah, I feel like it was just like a nuanced conversation that um, Alexis was trying to have and people didn't understand that. But it's like, and that's what I'm saying, but I see both sides of it. And you know, it is what it is. We're not saying that we're not happy for her. We are. We're very happy for her. Proud of her. She's going to be the second Black woman to ever get inducted into the Hall of Fame. Like, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. She was just asking questions. She was like, okay, like, yeah, she's like, I, this is good for her. But she's like, I also want to know about Miss Elizabeth. And that's why we talked in our chat and I was like at this time I was like I feel like if it's been this long and there's no other reason for her to get I was like I feel like it has to be the family because not that else makes sense because there there wouldn't be any other reasoning to that makes sense and, Owen's family mm-hmm. the same way yeah so. Yeah, and they're not going to do it. Obviously, they're not going to do it. The family's not into it, and they're not going to do it. Just like, there's no point. Like, what's the point of fucking inducting someone and not knowing when they're not here anymore? No one in their family's going to fucking show up. Right. So it's like, and I can understand why they might feel a certain way, a certain type of way about wrestling, because literally, like, wrestling, like, probably they probably feel like you know wrestling took us from her so you know like and and i don't think people realized like how young she was when she died she was only 40 something years old yeah she's barely like barely into her 40s when she passed so i think that's also i think people i think that's also really entails to it again it's like i mean i and to be completely honest like i I don't really give a shit about the Hall of Fame. I never have. I probably never will. Um, I'll watch it if I'm bored. Maybe. Um, I mean, it, I mean, it is what it's like. I, I legitimately do not do not care about any type of wrestling Hall of Fame, to be completely honest, because I feel like there's just so many. And this is just like another conversation for another time. I feel like there's so many, and there's almost too many, and they're all with different companies and again i understand that but it's like with i just i just think it's stupid i just think it's stupid all around unless we it's like super politicky yes super politicky and it's like it's just too many of them everywhere i feel like if there was like a general like straight up professional wrestling hall of fame like that was legitimate legitimize like the nba hall of fame which is very very which i think out of all the sports i feel like that has the best structure because they take mm-hmm. that very very seriously not many people go in there at all True. it was very exclusive so i feel like if they if the community or the business in general did something like that i would respect hall of fames a little bit more but i don't because I, I just i don't care everyone's in a fucking hall of fame like i was like like, am I supposed to care someone's in a fucking ring of hon- honor hall of fame? You're broke. What am I doing going to this broke ass hall of fame? All right, and that's the same thing with the WWE be like, do y'all got security this year? Or am I going to get jammed? Or, or, or impact? Okay, am I going to get inducted in this hall of fame, quote unquote, that's in the middle of a pay per view? Not Nicole. even the beginning or the end, in the middle, like a segment. 
So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't like, I don't care about any of them to be completely honest. I just, I just do not care. I, and that's the thing that's like where I get, I, I get mad, but it's like kid rocks in the WWE hall of fame, like Donald Trump's in the hall of fame. And it's like, that's why I don't care about it, but it's just like, that's why I mean when I say there are people who deserve to be in a hall of fame, but there are people who there who don't deserve to be in there. And that's whatever. I'm not going to waste any more time or energy on it. So what I, I mean, forget people are like, we need to get Trump out of the hall of fame. We need to worry about getting him out of the fucking office. Yeah. Not some <laughs> fake ass hall of fame. As a, there's, there's priorities. Yeah. Damn, Sasha's kicking my ass. Shit. Anyway, but yeah, I said what I said. And if y'all got a problem with it, DMs are open. It is what it is. I mean... We already touched on wrestling Twitter, how crazy they are. Show's over, folks. <laughs> Thanks for coming. I cannot. <laughs> That's all we got. Um, Was that everything? That's everything. Nothing else? Talk about how trashy Twitter is. Except for the fact they added Mania. Oh, so Mania has the way they set up the card for Mania is strange. Like we touched on it before, but both of the women's matches are on Saturday. I don't like that because I don't want to sit through um, um, Rhonda. No offense, Rhonda. I love you, sis, but I, I don't care about this match. So both matches are on there, which lead me to believe Bianca and Becky's match is going to be very short, and probably one of the first matches, if not the first match of the pay. And then they put the tag team triple threat match on Sunday with Roman and Brock. They've got Kevin and Stone Cold on Saturday. That's, uh, I thought that's on Sunday. Oh, Are you sure check. that's on Saturday? Let me check. Yep. Kevin is Stone Cold, the KO show, WrestleMania Saturday, April 2nd. Oh, shit. So I really don't have to go on Sunday. Love that for me. Yeah. Johnny Knoxville and, um, Knoxville and Zane's match is on Sunday, and they haven't really? decided where. They're, yeah, they haven't decided where they're going to put Pat and um, Austin Theory, but I think they're going to be on Sunday too. I was hoping it was on Saturday. Corbin and Drew's match is Saturday. They oh. and I think Edge, Edge and um, that's, AJ that's Styles probably match is going to be Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I said they're gonna have to put in some kind of buffer matches so people can get bathroom breaks in and shit. Yeah, they need they gotta have palate cleansers. Um, yeah, Mysterio, I'm, def- I'm definitely that Corbin and um Drew match is definitely a bathroom break. 
Of course. I love Drew, but I don't want to see that. I'm going to the I'm going to the bathroom and I'm getting drinks and then I'll be back in my seat once it's over. Yeah, so the matches that they have announced, though they've already set the days with the exception of two. So they haven't announced Pat and Theories and they haven't announced Edge and Styles' match, but I don't think they would put them on Saturday. They gotta have some marquee matches for Sunday. And while they have um, Roman and Brock, they need Edge and AJ Styles on Sunday. So, I feel like that's um, a lot of big. And that's the other thing I kind of don't like. So why are all the big name men matches probably going to be on a Sunday? I don't know. I really don't. And then they haven't announced Finn and um, Damien for um, Mania either, and they should have announced them by now, and they haven't announced. Um, but they are supposed to have, I think they're going to announce that, um, well, it's supposed to be the RK Bro versus um, Street Profits, but they're probably going to add Alpha Academy to that and make that a triple threat. Um or they might have Alpha Academy and Street Profits wrestle it out next week to determine the number one contender. Um, but they haven't announced Finn and Damien. They haven't announced Ricochet's opponent, if he has one. And I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Because the Usos, it looks like the Usos are going to be going up against Boogs and Nakamura Jesus. at Mania. Why? I thought they were trying to do a thing with the Viking Raiders, though. They beat the Viking Raiders twice. So, that's over and done with. Unfortunately. Um, so, they and then they attacked Nakamura and Rick Boogs a couple weeks ago. So, last week, they won and they, Boogs beat um, I think it was Jimmy or Jay, one of them. Boots beat them, and they got attacked after the match by the Usos. So more than likely, they're either going to have them defend the titles before Mania, or they're going to defend the titles at Mania. But if they don't, like they're trying to keep that match card down, more than likely the Usos probably are not going to be at Mania this year. It really depends on how they're booking the card. Other than that, that's it. There's no more wrestling news. We are done. Mm. Gotta love it. Thanks for being short and sweet this week, wrestling news. <laughs> Mania cards are massive. 